What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Soren Sports Podcast. We have a great day today. Uh, always great to be able to record with my co-host and friend, Brayden. And there's a lot to cover, especially to, we are going to cover the NBA trade deadline as it happened on Thursday. A lot of movement has happened and several teams have made moves to try to improve their their status to get into the playoffs. So we are excited to cover it. It will be intense. It's going to be the nitty gritty. So we're both looking forward to it. And it's going to be a lot of, a lot of questions to answer, but we're going to break it little by little. But before we do that, Brayden, how you've been? What, what is up? I've been all right. Yeah. Um, the other day. So for the people, this is take two of this particular episode. We, uh, we recorded it the day after the trade deadline. So that would have been Friday, March 26th. But uh, I got some news from work that I wasn't particularly fond of. So uh, it didn't turn <laughs> out to. And that's just putting it nicely. So it didn't turn out to be a proper uh, episode. So we uh, decided, you know, full disclosure, we decided to uh, do a, another take and uh give our same thoughts but uh with uh, both of us fully uh, researched topics and ready to go um so uh yeah you know other, other than that i'm doing great uh getting a little nervous for finals week that's coming up for school uh finals are always hard for me uh i'm not the best tester in the world i can learn the, the information and apply it but when it comes to a test i don't do too well alan i don't oh, know I'm about yourself concerned. I'm times I'm in the same boat as well, but that's good to hear. You're engaged, ready to go. So am I, especially now that um, I have just gotten the first doses of the COVID vaccine. Um, it's great um, as now we're moving towards normalcy little by little. So for those that haven't gotten vaccinated, go get your vaccines. That's how we're going to stop the spread of COVID and and those that have it already, both doses, just stay safe and keep it going and keep it positive. For sure, yeah. Um, I'm. I haven't gotten mine yet. I'm still holding out, making sure those that, while I'm eligible of it, just because of my job at a grocery store, um, I want to make sure those that absolutely need it get make and want it go ahead and get theirs. And I'm waiting for a little more information to to come in on it, but I. Uh, think it's going to be a good thing to go and get it so especially yeah. with uh me wanting to go into obviously sports media like we are right now but kind of make it a career uh that might be required for me so it might just be a good thing to go ahead and get it done <laughs> yeah, get it done as soon as possible absolutely <laughs> but yeah so uh we talk in the next episode that's coming out right after this one for the people we're talking uh we talk hockey uh give a mid-season recap uh live look in on the Vegas uh avalanche game that's go going on right now uh Vegas is down one with 10 minutes to go in the first period so we'll see how that turns out but uh yeah so uh but we're not here to talk hockey um we're here to talk basketball yeah absolutely and especially the NBA trade line trade deadline and teams made moves so Braden you tell me where do you want to start well, uh, why don't we just go ahead and start where we uh, started the other day? Let's start with uh, Denver and 
other teams that made major moves okay. and we can go from there. Then we'll start we'll start up in Denver. Um the Denver Nuggets surprisingly uh, made a move made a trade with the now officially rebuilt rebuilding Orlando Magic. They trade away Aaron Gordon to the Rocky Mountains up in Denver to and they basically trade all they gave up was Gary Harris and RJ Hampton along with a couple picks to get Aaron Gordon and Brandon obviously you are a Denver uh, fan especially of the Nuggets how do you feel about this trade or how should say the Nuggets organization should feel about this trade so it, it kind of helps that this is take two because I've had a chance to not only mull over what's gone on with the trades but also get more information from uh, Nuggets Beat, uh, as well as just people who are much more in the know than I am about trade at the NBA. Um, and a lot of comparisons, and Alan, you and I have talked about this, a lot of comparisons with the Denver Nuggets team lately has been, uh, they're kind of like the San Antonio Spurs of the previous two decades where title contenders, Lots of pro- heavy, good prospects that they weren't easily given up. Uh, superstars, great system, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how the Nuggets has been run lately, which is actually a really good thing. I think that's how, if you want to build a title contender, uh, that's the way you do it. Um, but yeah, so while GM T- Tim Connolly obviously was not very, probably not very fond of giving up a, uh, RJ Hampton, one of the major centerpieces to this trade. Uh, it was something that, you know, I, we drafted him. We valued him as a first round pick. Nuggets didn't really want to give up two first round picks, but uh, you know, if you got to better your team and this is the guy that's going to do it, it's the best way to do it. And I think overall, that's what this trade shows is not only is Denver uh, in for the long haul, they see an opening with, the Lakers kind of being injury riddled. And I think that's injury list is just going to plague them for the rest of the year. And uh, we'll have to see how that goes, but the Lakers didn't really make any major moves. Um, they kind of stood put and, uh, but yeah, so the getting out Aaron Gordon, uh, if he's willing to kind of be the fourth man in that rotation in that starting lineup and kind of play that fourth man role, you know, because you have Jamal Murray, you have uh, MPJ, Michael Porter Jr. in the wings there to kind of be the first two options outside of Jokic. Obviously, you're, this team's going to be pretty unstoppable. I do agree with everything you said. Um, Denver, I would say to me, with along with another team that um, other teams will talk about, they were the big winners. Uh, this, to me, has proof that they want to go win champion championships. I'm not saying one championship, multiple. That's the message that I got from based on this trade. I think really they get a replacement for Jeremy Grant who left to Detroit on free agency because they really need a power forward who, who could really guard one through five when, when you need it. And could take the load out of Jokic, who basically I'm not gonna say Aaron Gordon is gonna oh take uh, lead the lead the team in scoring, but at least take some of the load 
off of Jokic, which pretty much he leads the Nuggets in every statistical ca- category. You name it, he leads it. So I think well, this- he's leading the league in a lot of things. He's the MVP front runner right now. So yeah, technically, so absolutely. So that's why at least giving him more support. They're showing they're committed, and I would say this: I think Denver, they're. I think they're gonna. They might catch up to Utah. Whoop, and they're gonna beat them again. If they face each other, and with the Lakers, I would say their chances of beating them. I would say now, it, they, there's a possibility they can, if both LeBron and and Anthony Davis are still hurt, and who knows how long it will take for them to come back, but we will see about that. But really, Denver, they are on a mission to go win an NBA championship and to compete for it for, for years to come. So I applaud the Nuggets management. They're now, they're like, let's make a trade. And did they make a trade very well? No, I agree. And I think one thing that we got to take keep in mind with this trade is uh, someone that really helped establish the Nuggets culture in that locker room of Gary Harris is also a part of this trade to get Aaron Gordon. And a lot of Nuggets players are sad to see him go They're, you know, for, for good reason. Uh, he helped build that team and kind of made it what it is. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of sad to see him go, but uh, it is what it is. And it's at the end of the day, they're like, they're happy for him to get another shot, but, and, uh, I'm sure they're they're going to do what they can to to help them out and do things. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of sad to see someone that kind of helps build your team to the way it is today. But you know, it's it is what it is. You know, so it's and it's really Jokic's team, and he's ready to take it over. So it just shows that the Nuggets now are officially all behind uh, Jokic and ready to get him started. Yeah, absolutely. I would say they've been behind him since since 2019. Pretty much twenty. No, I, I definitely agree to that. So, yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to say about the Nuggets as of right now? Well, they also made another trade late on at the trade deadline. They got Javale McGee. Yes, yes, um, Javale McGee. I forgot about him. Yes, it wasn't necessarily the main trade they made, but he's been in Denver's system before. He's got familiarity with Denver. Uh, he's got championship experience that he's going to be able to help bring to the team. Um, and help them come playoffs times. Uh, so I think that's going to help them. I think what I'm worried about is come playoff time now after trade deadline is some of the defensive matchups that Gary Harris would have played and some of these other players that have gone would have played that are no longer with the team that we'll have to see what happens come playoff time. But mm-hmm. they're still, I think – they're going to be in that upper echelon of uh, competition for the title this year. And it, it really shows after today. So, yeah, I, I get the concern about the, de- the defensive matchups, but I think when you have some, a coach like um, Mike Malone, he's going to figure it out. I think he, he should like, he should be in the discussion as one of the top coaches, just because how he motivates the players. And when you have that, like you could, your players will play well and they're, they're going to figure that out. And then also with JaVale, another backup big man. And I think that's going to be huge. So when Jokic gets some rest, JaVale can come in. He 
doesn't have to do the same thing that Joker does. He just needs to rebound and play and protect the paint. That's all he needs to do, and he and he does it well. And I think that is going to carry over because come playoff time, time, the game slows down. The game becomes a little bit physical, and Denver's going to need that. And I'm I'm glad that they've been able to get a big man, and they're going to be the one team in the playoffs that that they're hungry. They're they're keeping it going this year. They want to prove that they are a finals contender and that they're not going to be a joke. Yeah. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what how that all works out and plays out. So yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said. So let's kind of. I think we've won the Nuggets at to death. A lot of other teams made moves with Allen. Let's uh, let's get let's talk about the rest of the league and what's going yeah. on there. Uh, the Bulls go getting Nikola Vucevic. From the Magic again, who are rebuilding, um, they had they gave up uh, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Wendell Carter Jr., and two first round picks. Um, for me, the Bulls. This is simple. Like they have not been relevant since they had Jimmy Butler on that team, uh, who they traded him to Minnesota. Obviously, um, that didn't pan out well for for Minnesota for. For Minnesota, but the Bulls now with Zach Levine there, who is becoming a, a star. He, he is one of the stars in the NBA. Pairing him up with pairing him with Nikola Vucevic is gonna be a big plus for the Bulls because they just they want to get back into the playoffs. The Bulls, they they want to be relevant again since Jimmy Butler and show that we want to stay for a long time. And I think there's a lot of bright spots coming for the Chicago Bulls just because they they're yes they are a young team but they are a young team that is little by little going to be on the rise agreed and uh yeah like Alan I think you hit it right on the head you know uh yeah I don't know what else to say really uh that got that got the players that were he got traded for obviously you hate to see any player go with any fan base, but when you get uh, a player like uh, uh, what was his name again? It starts Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, you Vucevic. Vucevic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I couldn't say it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes those uh, Slavic names just, even though I study Russian with a Slavic language, it just doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. You know, oh, that's with okay. <laughs> English being made in tongue, Germanic language, all that fun stuff. We're not a linguistic podcast anyway. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how it all works out. Um, he uh, will be an important piece, and I think he helps make them a better team. And I think that's the main thing. So, Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that. And, and the Bulls will be in the playoffs. That's my prediction on this. They will be in the playoffs. Totally agree. Um, yeah. I think, and with something I said yesterday uh, that uh, I think is important to remember here is uh, that the Bulls haven't really been, they've been relevant, sure, but they haven't been much of a contender in the years since uh, Michael Jordan left. Uh, they've had their ups and downs for sure. They've had their moments, but they haven't necessarily had that top dog like playoff title contender moment in the years after MJ. 
I would I have seen after Derek Rose. Really, well, they were. I I'd agree only, but I hesitate just because Derek Rose was so injury riddled all the time with the Bulls that like he never had as much of an impact as he could have had when he like he did when he was with Utah, and I think that's why it like that's definitely an up year for him. But I don't think they've had their moment of this is we're go- starting to push forward those to those moments so this move to get nicola really shows that and uh i can't i don't i can't wait to see what is next for the bulls i think they still got a few more players to go and get and develop um so they're i'd say they're playoff contender this year i wouldn't say title contender contender they got to develop a bit yeah, more i know yeah i know but Absolutely. i think you're right I, I but they're definitely that. up there yeah so uh, yeah of course, we have the Clippers, um, a team that we have been questioning a bit. They they do get their point guard now in Rajon Rondo. They had to give up Lou Williams, who was their sixth man of the year. Um, I think this is supposed to win-win for both teams. Um, for Atlanta, they're going to get a score coming off the bench, uh, which I think that will help with Danilo Gallinari, a one-two punch. And I think Atlanta will be a, a team that will, as I mentioned in the preview, in the NBA preview for the Eastern Conference, that they will make the playoffs. And so I would say that about Atlanta. And the Clippers, you have no excuse now. None. You have no excuse. You got your guy. We'll see. We, we want to see you now compete. We'll see if you guys are for real or – are you still having um, chemistry or, as you mentioned, Braden, locker room issues? Hopefully that's not the case, but you made this move, guys. Now you better deliver. There's no excuse this year. I agree. Um, Alan, you brought up what I was saying yesterday with locker room issues. I know we haven't really heard about it in, since the bubble happened, and uh, it seems I've kind of made up and gotten a handle on things. I personally still have questions about it um and you have as much issue as we were hearing the Clippers team had in that locker room and that locker room culture it just for me stuff like that doesn't go away very quickly and so it's going to be interesting to see how that holds up and you know uh I know shout out to previous guests what we had on the show of Richard of Antelope Gaming and Orlando they, they both were fairly fond of uh, Rondo when he was with the Lakers. Not very many Lakers fans were, but they were definitely fond of him and appreciated what he could do for the Lakers. Yeah. And I think he'll have an impact with the Clippers, but I don't think it's – and they were afraid of him going to the Clippers for sure, but I don't – I'm still not necessarily in on the Lakers – or not the Lakers, the Clippers um, for whatever reason. Yeah. So they have to prove that – they're no joke. Like, so they're a heck of a team. Yes. With Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but they have to prove that, that we like, we are serious about winning the title. I'm not saying they are cause they do care, but they need to have, give us that mindset that, Hey, we're, we're no joke. And what happened last year was a thing of the past. So that is their opportunity for them for the Hawks. As I mentioned, they're, they're only going to get better with Trey Young. 
and John Collins, who is a free agent, who is proving himself. Now adding a guy like Lou Williams, it's going to make their bench a bit better, more effective. And, and really, this is a win-win for both, for both teams. Like, they got their guys, and now it's just for, for the Hawks, make the playoffs, they'll be fine. For the Clippers, no excuse. Like, go perform better in the playoffs. They have no excuse this year. No, they really don't. Um, just looking at some matchups of who they'd be facing, I don't think they beat the Lakers. I don't think they beat the Jazz. They could beat the Suns. They definitely don't beat the Nuggets this year. Sure, that's a f- bit of fan bias for me, but seeing the way the team is after the trade deadline, Alan, I think you'd agree with me. I don't think the Clippers beat very many people in the top dogs of the West. We could see that. We'll see. They have to prove, but I, I, I would say it's accurate. But can they beat them? I, yes, they can. They just have to, like I mentioned, like start, start working as a team and, and, and really just prove themselves to that they, why they want to be NBA contenders. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt about it now. They have to either show like, hey, we're, we're top dogs. Or uh, like I, you and I think they still got a little ways to go. Yeah, we will. We will see about that. We we will see about that with them once the playoffs start. So, another team to transition. Another team that made a trade: the Miami Heat. Um, they they acquired Victor Oladipo from the Houston Rockets, trading away Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk. And Victor Ladipo, who, who has been averaging 20 points a game, starting to come back to his all-star form. Um, this is a huge trade for Miami. Uh, they did not have to give up Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, who are who are their two young key players. And that's only going to help Miami. Now they got themselves another scorer, take off the load of Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And I think Miami, like, um, how how are, how are they doing in the standings? Uh, I'll look that up, but keep talking about the trade that they made yeah. while I look that up. Oh, okay, sounds good. But I really think Miami, like Pat Riley, knows what they're what he's doing as president of basketball operations. Like the guy simply adapts to the times. He knows what he looks for, and he's gonna get it. He knows what he's doing, and and with Eric Spoelstra, they're coaching them. He will get the best out of Victor, and I I do believe Victor Oladipo will help Miami get back to playing winning basketball and to start competing again to get back to the finals. Uh, will they get there? Well, the, the East is the it's top heavy up top, but if they can do it again, they're they're gonna do it. They they'll they're they can be the low seed and upset anybody. They do have the talent and the personnel to go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, quick update on standings for the Eastern conference. Uh, top three, everyone knows Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Uh, next is Charlotte Knicks and the Hawks with uh, Boston and then Miami. So they're, I believe that's the play in round of seven and eight. Um, yeah. Seven, eight, nine, ten. If that's the, if, I understand that right. So they're kind of in in the playoffs, but not really. 
Okay. Um, all right. They're in the same situation as your Boston team. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So I think I expect Miami to to really improve upon upon this trade. I know they lose Avery Bradley, uh, who they got in the offseason, and Kelly Olynyk, who is a stretch a stretch five. But um, Lamar, there's rumors about Lamarcus Aldridge coming to Miami, so that will give them. Uh, another big who could stretch the floor and provide a little post scoring, but will Miami improve upon the Victor Oladipo trade, Brayden? I want to say they will. I want to say they will um, because obviously they're in the finals last year. They're a great team. Um, the community is very fond of that team. I uh, I just don't know how I feel about Miami this year um, you, when we did Eastern Conference I wasn't very high on them you were um, but I and I'm still not very high on them um, I think they uh, I don't think they have it in them this year for whatever reason I think they're uh, very disappointed in themselves after what happened in the finals and I don't think they've uh in a sense, gotten over at that. And I think we're starting, we're seeing that this year. Um, I, I'm happy if they prove me wrong and they do well in the playoffs, but the way the East is set up, I don't think they're going to do much better than they already are. Um, okay. I, you want them to be better because of what that would mean for the team. I mean, they, their uniforms are awesome. Their team is great. Um, I would say their culture is up there with the best oh yeah i'd agree overall i put them up with like if we're talking about great run organizations across sports i put them up there um along with the you know like the cardinals the yankees the dodgers like avalanche uh obviously we could keep going on with this list but like they're up there for sure in that conversation of well-run organizations Mm -hmm. um but I just don't think they have what it takes this year. And I don't think their heart's fully in it this year. Okay. We'll see about that. Um, we have different opinions on them, but we'll, I think this will help them. Well, well about the playoffs. We're going to find out about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause if they depending, I don't know how the playing round works, but depending on who they play, I just don't see them beating any of those other teams except for maybe the nine and 10 seats of Indiana and Chicago. If they've paced Boston, I don't see them beating Boston. Um, the, the teams below them, I don't really see them beating easily. And if they don't beat them, eat any team easily, that worries me in the playoffs. Okay. So, cause the way I understand it, Alan, correct me if I'm wrong here. The playing round is essentially like baseball's wild card round like a one game off a one-off game that you play and if you win you're in yeah pretty much that's that's gonna be just two playoff spots will be up for grabs in that playing game that is correct okay so i don't know how the seating works or how that affects it things we'll have to we'll have to figure that out yeah but uh i just don't see them doing a whole lot i've watched a game or two of them they just don't seem like their heart's in it for whatever reason this year. 
Uh, we'll find out about that. We we will absolutely. Um, then, but I want them uh, to prove me wrong. I want to be proven wrong about them because, like, while I'm not my, a Miami fan, uh, in the Eastern Conference, you know, like they'd probably be a team I'd look at as maybe following for any if I were to pick an Eastern Conference team. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll see about Miami, but I think they made a good good trade, and another team that made a good trade, uh, Portland. Um, they traded away uh, Norm. They traded Ronnie Hood and Gary Trent Jr. and got Norman Powell, another scorer uh, that's gonna take help take the load as well off C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard. Um, that was a good trade as far as they wanted to keep scoring. But I think um, they hopefully in the buyout market, Portland needs to get themselves a big. Because right now, two of their bigs are gone. And Ennis Cantor is, is playing center. And look, offensively, oh, he's very good. Very, very good in the low post. But his defense is oh, questionable. And I think they need to start. They need to find a big man. But as far as Portland making that trade for Norman Powell, um, they they want to keep scoring and scoring. And obviously, um, being in the divi- same division with Portland, um, they're up there. And I think they're, they are a sleeping team that we have to keep an eye on. For sure. I mean, Portland's a team you never want to count out just yet, um, especially yeah. with the way they're playing. Yeah, and with Damian Lillard, anytime you got a player like that, you're always going to be in the game. Or that I mean, backcourt, CJ McCollum, you're always going to be in games. Yeah, I mean, they had the same record as the Nuggets. But I, as we discussed, I think the Nuggets are going to start climbing the standings um, with some other teams falling. But mm. Portland's a good team this year. Uh, it's taken me a while, but I'm starting to f- buy into what they're putting out. Uh, for I've, But I'm always going to be a little skeptical just because – for me, I don't know if they're quite ready for a full-on deep playoff run yet, but we I, we have to wait and see for sure. Yeah, so. they've done it before. They've gone to the conference finals, but they got swept, and they probably could have did that when they got swept by the Warriors. They probably could have gone to seven games, but because they had big leads and decide, oh, we're gonna keep shooting threes, that cost them. So, um, are they capable of going deep again? Yes. But they just have to, like, just play better basketball come playoff time. So, hopefully this trade will help them. But they really need to get a big man in the buyout market. They they have to. Or um, I don't know how. And get their bigs healthy. Yusuf Nurkic and Zach Collins, um, they're still injured as of today. Uh, we haven't heard when they're coming back. But if they do come back and play healthy and strong again, then I think Portland can – can do something in the playoffs. Agreed. And I think for me, I think Portland's just one or two pieces away from really making noise in the playoffs. Um, I don't know what those one or two pieces would be. So don't, don't ask me. I'm still learning the game of basketball for people. So, uh, you know, I, I played it when I was in, you know, started, you know, my secondary school years, but uh, it's been a long time since I actually actively followed the NBA. So, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so obviously you want to see them do well. Um, I just don't know. So, uh, yeah, let's keep it going. Uh, 
Dallas made a trade, didn't they? Yeah, they, they got JJ Reddick. That's right. Dallas. Now I have to since I live in an hour away from Dallas, I don't I I get the trade, but I don't think I think they're gonna stay the same, you know. Um they got shooting, which is great, but um I think they're um I would say they're probably a year away from starting to get back in into the into the elite conf- into the elite of the Western Conference. They got a Luka Doncic there. Chris Taps, he's also a heck of a player, but he's been up and down with injuries. Um, but I think um, when you keep have those two healthy, they're unbelievable. Um, but JJ, I think it's going to provide him shooting and veteran leadership. I just don't think it's not going to move the needle in in the Western Conference. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think I think part of Dallas's struggles this year is they try to be a bit more balanced. Um, you could tell they're last year they're a fairly offensive team, which is good. It's it was the key for their success, but this year they're like, okay, we, in the playoffs we saw we need to be a bit more balanced. Yeah. And so they went hard to balance themselves out, be a bit more, have a bit of both. But uh, it wasn't working for them, so this move kind of helps get that offense going again, um, which never really stopped going, but it helps support it. Mm-hmm. And it really helps uh, helps them move forward. And I think they're going to need to be somewhat more defensive come playoff time, because if you're just, you know, offensive, but no defense, that's going to catch up to you come playoff time. Yeah. And I think it will. So we'll, we'll see what Dallas does, but um, it doesn't move the, it doesn't move the needle for me in the Western conference. No, I agree. Unfortunately um, yeah. to Texas fans, their sports teams this year are not going to be doing so well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now there were some minor ones, the Sixers getting George Hill, getting a backup point guard is a must. They did that. Um, the Bucks before the trading deadline, they got PJ Tucker, which now they got the toughness that they kind of lacked coming off the bench. So, um, Milwaukee, I think they're – I know we haven't shown enough love for Milwaukee, but when you have Giannis, like, and Chris Middleton, hey, they're, they're the two cornerstones. So, um, I think Milwaukee now is showing that, um, hey, don't forget about us. Like, we're, we're still the best in the East. And I think even if they don't have home court advantage, you still have to keep an eye on them. And so, yeah, those are the minor – the minor trades, unless if I missed anyone. I I can't think of any other trades that happened. Um, I know – I did we talk about Boston and their trades yet? Oh, oh, did you um, just mention Boston? Yes. Did you just mention my team? I did. Have we talked about the, what they did yet at the trade deadline oh, yet? Yeah. Oh, we have not. I forgot okay. about them. Thank um, you. Is there – before we get into that, because I know you have some strong feelings on – what they should have been doing. Uh, is there anything else other team wise that you think of that we should mention? I think the the Lakers didn't make any moves. And I think for me, what that shows is they have information on, uh, I almost said Jokic <laughs> shows you where my head's at right now. Uh, 
And also full <laughs> disclosure, I went to the NBA app just to double check. And uh, the first article that pops up is uh, a picture of Jokic and talking about the MVP race. So that didn't help that either. <laughs> but I think that kind of shows that the Lakers medical staff has given the, the front office for the, of LA information that we just simply don't have on AD and LeBron. And I think that's going to impact us. I, I think, um, and that's also, why they didn't make a few moves when uh, they probably should have probably. Yeah. But I think the thing is, um, had it made a move, they probably would have lost depth with, and probably they would have to give some of their starters. If you think about that. So they would have been depleted come playoff time. So, um, I think for the Lakers, it was best to stay pat and focus on the buyout market. And no, and like I agree. I'm just saying if they don't make any moves, whether from because they didn't man. from the tra- trade line deadline, man. and they honestly didn't do a whole lot yet with the buyout market, like we're looking at a Lakers team that is m- not going to do well without their two fr- the two biggest pieces on that team. Because uh, as far as we know, LeBron's not coming back anytime soon. We haven't. I haven't heard anything about whether or not AD's coming back anytime soon. So it's no, we just, haven't. So it's just a matter of if these guys can't come back, your playoff and ch- ch- title repeat dreams are kind of over in LA, and that's not good. Yeah. So, so we'll see. I think they will stay pat, and we'll look into the buying market. Uh, that's a smart move uh, for for management. And now we're ready to move on to the Celtics. Well, bef- I know you want to go on a bit more, but before we could okay, do the Celtics, ahead. what other teams? Because I honestly, you know, before we get into that, I honestly was surprised by how many teams did and did not make moves. I expected, you know, you always hear NBA trade headlines like, very active, very busy. Do you think yeah. COVID played a role into this year's trade deadline as to why it wasn't as busy as it usually is? Or uh, that, That's a good question. Uh, I would say a little bit, but I just think um, it all came down to like the teams who, who wanted to make a trade to improve, like to just improve now. And Obviously, we mentioned the Nets. They made that mega deal to get James Harden. So that I understand. And But I think it, it just comes down to the same. Um, how satisfied are you with your team and your chances of either making the playoffs or contending for an NBA championship? So I would say I, – I wouldn't say it didn't play, that it did play a role, but I would also say it, it's, it comes down to like – how satisfied are you with the team if you're the GM or the president of basketball operations and what, and if, and if you are, then don't stay, then don't make any move. And if you're not, then, okay, look at where, where there needs to be improvement. So I think that's just what it comes down to. Are you satisfied with your team? I mean, I guess you could say that about any trade deadline, you know? Um, Yeah. But so, yeah, you know, so it makes sense. It, it was just something I was hearing as I was listening to podcasts and researching uh, the trade deadline mm-hmm. and getting a sense of what was going on. So I was just like, is that just curious as to what your thoughts were? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all good. Uh, it's just it's just something you you think about everything in sports. Like you think about okay, how much did COVID play? How much did COVID play? It just COVID play. It just shows the world the world that we live at. And but that's a legitimate question to think about, like the role that COVID plays. I know we're gonna hear that in in the hockey trade deadline. We're gonna hear that in the baseball trade deadline. So or even we're gonna hear it in the transfer deadline in soccer so um manage managers and presidents have to think about that like mm-hmm. COVID. so I, I think that's a legitimate question for every sport that has uh trade or transfer deadline no for sure and i think mlb will be less act a little little less impacted because hopefully by then as we mentioned at the top of the episode vaccines are rolling out people are being taken care of that way um same with the transfer deadline i'm not sure when that's going to be but i assume it's going to be around then too yeah in the summer pretty much like june july yeah so that could be less impacted but especially with the nhl coming up in a couple weeks now um there's a a lot of concern and i think that's why a lot of hockey teams haven't been making trades this year uh they just they're going to have to quarantine for two weeks so you make a trade at this trade deadline, you might not see that player for another two weeks. And by then you're almost in the playoffs. So is it really worth it to make a trade? I think we'll see the teams that need it, need to do it no matter what to do it. I think, you know, while we're, since we're on the top, topic of it, of hockey for, for a quick sec, like I think Colorado's going to make another goaltender type trade. Um, but I don't see what else is going to happen. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, tune in back to this podcast where we will talk about it after it happens. So, yeah, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it plays everywhere. But I think in the NBA, um, as we're here, um, I would say some, some of it, but also, um, it's just, it's just teams were like, it just shows how the deadline, even during this time, it's still talked about. So I think this was good that there was a lot of movement and it shows that we're, we're moving forward. I agree. It shows yeah. we're, we're starting to end. So I think we, you kind of explained why Brooklyn didn't make any moves. A lot of other teams that needed to and felt they needed to just made some minor moves. Um, is there anything else we should mention before we let you go off on Boston? Uh, nope. Then let's get right into it, Alan. So okay. Boston, they, they make a couple trades uh but they uh probably should have done better let's uh tune into allen over in texas to get get the info i would the the celtics um getting evan fournier from the magic in exchange for jeff teague and two second round picks and i was like okay we need some shooting um that's uh, that's something we in any team you always need. You need shooting because just because the three point line is now the king in the NBA, so it's good to get shooting and another playmaker as well. And but also they made a trade with the Bulls. Um, they traded away Daniel Tice uh, to get another young player in Mo Wagner. So um, let me just say this. Um, you probably say, yeah, we could have done it. I, my opinion at first, oh, we should have done more. 
But I think it's like, just because the trade, as we talked about, the market wasn't there. And we probably could have gotten Aaron Gordon. That would have helped the po- our power forward. Um, I mean, they were favorites to get it for a long time. So something yeah, they were. They I don't weren't. know what happened. Um, I wish I could find out. Uh, I think there was some at the end that it was just, it didn't work out. And, and I'm like, all right. But I would say the market wasn't there. Um, it was just, it just didn't work out. We got our shooter. But now as we go to the buyout market, I do have a message um, for the Celtics management. Go get Andre Drummond. Like, the, I know the Lakers, they want to get him. Because if they do, it's going to solve their big man problem and their chances of repeating will go up. For the Celtics, we are struggling. Like, I don't, I don't understand why are we, are we in the position we are at. We got to get Andre Drummond and sign him. Mm. Sign him. Because he will help our paint problem. Someone who's going to protect the paint, rebound the ball, really. Like, he's someone who, like, you try to penetrate – he is there ready to go to protect the paint. So, and plus it will help him be with a winning organization who, who he hasn't had that opportunity. He's going to get that in Boston. I know he'll get it with the Lakers and all, but I think he will be better served in Boston. He'll play his role better. And then plus he doesn't have to average 23 and, and 23 points a game. We got guys like that to do that. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kemba Walker. So he can play his role of grabbing rebounds and playing defense. Get Andre Drummond, please. I know right now they, they're now the favorites to get him. Keep it going. Like keep letting him know how much he comes to Boston. He's going to be – and then later wins a championship – he will be mentioned with the greatest Celtics ever. Go get him. Go get him. You don't get him? Well, uh, well, okay, let's develop Robert Williams. Because I know when he plays, you c- we can see good things that will become better. But hey, get him. Get him. Get him, please. Just get him. Because if we do get him, we'll be fine. We'll be like, okay, let's go. We don't. Then I don't know what to say. Because this is our opportunity to improve. I know we got the offseason to improve as well. But getting Andre Drummond will help our issue with getting a big man. We had big men before, and we were close. But this year, I don't know if we're close. So go get them. You get them, we're going to be fine. And I think this will be the beginning of a turnaround for the Celtics. Even if they're the fifth or fourth seed, I think they will be the one team in the East that they're going to bring it and they're, and they're just going to go out there and, and prove that we're for real and we are serious because this is about championships. Another banner, 18 I've only seen one. 
in my lifetime. I was in eighth grade. I'm now in college or about to graduate college in July. So go get them. Please go get them. And if you do, we will see a championship banner again. I know Brady was laughing, but it's the truth. It is. So go get them. Go get them, Danny Ainge. Go get them. I know you will. Just go get them. <laughs> and if we don't, then I don't know what to say. I might need. I might even shave my head bald, just because I'm of. I'm gonna that. hold you to that. <laughs> oh, I will. Trust me, I will. <laughs> I will shave my head bald, and then I'll get Andre Drummond. Well, uh, make sure we get that in writing, and make sure uh, we give that to your wife so she can keep you honest on that. <laughs> and then oh. when it and then when it happens, it's going on the social media page for everyone to see. Okay, all right, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. So yeah, go get them. And you know, and like I I agree with what you're saying, Alan. I think Boston they need to get that Andre Drummond. They need to go get somebody. They need a piece or two. This is Boston. You mentioned it yesterday. There, you when you're a fan of Boston, you expect titles, and Unfortunately, the only team that might give you any comp and there's not really a team that's really a major title contender in title town. Uh, the Bruins, they're not necessarily a title content. Well, they're a, they're a contender, but I wouldn't put them in title contender. Um, Boston Red Sox, they're not trying anything. Uh, they're rebuilding uh, New England Patriots. I think they're still kind of in shock after uh, what happened with New e with Brady leaving. I think they expected him to stay. Um but uh, yeah, so he's not, they're not doing good. Uh, you got the Celtics who aren't doing really anything. And uh, so, yeah, they're the only team that's really going to do anything for him this year is maybe the NWHL team of the Boston pride. Who's in the Isabel cup finals. Um, we'll actually need to do an episode on the women's hockey league. Just give the people some information on that. So I, we'll research that and get that out for you guys. It's a wonderful league and it's got great stories in it. So we'll, we'll try and get that out for you as soon as we can. But uh, yeah, like it's Boston. You got to do something. Yeah. So do it's something. a team with no direction right now and they got to get direction. I wouldn't say no direction. It's like, where are we going? Basically. Which is almost the same as no direction. They, yeah. they don't, they're not going Pretty back. Much. They're not going forward. Pretty much like Denver. They're moving forward. Chicago, moving forward. The Clippers, even though we are questioning them, guess what? They're moving forward. They're moving forward. The Sixers, they're moving forward. The Nets are moving forward. Heck, even the Suns, guess what? They're moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I think we've. there's not much else to say, I think. Really? Yeah. So everyone expect a picture of Alan's shaved head in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, or a few days. A few days. So, uh, Alan, I think you could pull off the ball book. Oh, I've, uh, I've done both before. Trust me, I've, I've done it before, even though. Um, so, uh, my instead of buzz like cut, it. Alan, I think you're going to have to go full on bald if they don't do the. Well, that's the, what I'm going to do. Hey, um, don't it buzz it. You're going to shave it completely like your face. It's just going to be your head. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I'll be like, go ahead, shave it off. So, shave it uh, off. But then again, I got to look good. Um, I'll probably, I gotta eh. look good for a special occasion coming up. Yeah, I'll, so. we'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see about that, but eh, you but, look good. 
We'll see. I'll probably will do that after the special occasion if they don't get Andre Drummond. All right. Well, we'll still hold you to it. Yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I think there's not much else to say about this particular tread deadline. We've worn it thin. Uh, I think with the Lakers experiencing some major injuries, we have to wait and see if they're going to come back or if they're just not going to do anything with them. Um, I mean, so we'll wait for more information on that. But as of right now, I, I think there's a major opening in the West and a lot of teams are going to take it. Yeah, absolutely. There is an open. I don't think the West being open, it has not happened in a while. It's always wild, but not open. So it's up for grabs, really. Mm-hmm. It's up for yeah. grabs. So uh, let's see who's going to get it. The East is pretty well set, I'd say. Um, but yeah. So we'll wrap it up today, Alan. Uh, we've been more than thankful for uh, the support we've gotten this month from everybody that's been tuning into us on almost a daily basis. We've gotten a lot of episodes out in the month of March. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been, it's been, I think, one of the busiest months, if I'm correct. And, and I think now we're at a point where it's like. Um, just to keep it going. Thank you uh, for those what, listening every day, wherever you are. And we, will, and we will continue to do our best to, to share news like this and to really talk about it as far as like, where is this going to go for the team and the impact that it will do. And also uh, even talking about stories that impact out, around the world and that will help people galvanize to these athletes and to these stories and teams as well so keep it going thank you the more the better share it to our to your family friends co-workers that they can listen and tune in and know that they're going to have a great time listening to Braden and I go at it laugh uh, even reflect on on the world of sports and also in in life in general so keep it going um we're we're always there um on spotify uh google podcast or wherever device you you want to listen to we're always there yep couldn't set it better myself a couple announcements in case you guys haven't been following us on social media you guys have been missing out uh we as a way of announcement we have officially launched a patreon page um if you guys want to support us that's a wonderful way to do it we have different tiers with different benefits of stuff you can do to help support us and help us keep this podcast running Uh, as well as we also have a a couple merch store where we sell t-shirts and hoodies and other products that you may enjoy with uh a few different things right now we just have a the pineapple 22 media logo as well as uh, one of my fa- apparently the phrase i say all the time of you know so we have a t-shirt with that on it we're uh, we got more in the works for everybody so keep an eye out for that and uh yeah so just keep it rolling everybody thanks so much for listening and uh we'll uh, wrap it up alan so let's just yeah. sign off everybody Until stay safe time. and let's soar let's soar baby